Hey, thanks for joining us for the Lisa Dent Show. Brandon Johnson is with us. He wants to be your next mayor of Chicago. Brandon, I want to share a piece of audio, a little back and forth that you had with Paul Vallis. You know, look, school privatization has been an absolute disaster, along with mayoral control. And quite frankly, you know, Paul Vallis was the person who actually created voting schools on probation. And, and not only that, the expansion of selective enrollment has left our city stratified. First of all, Brandon, you were responsible for shutting down a school system for 15 consecutive months. We never shut down a school. So the shutting down of schools for 15 months had devastating consequences. And we are going to be paying the price for the next generation. And your response to that is? Um, the pandemic. Yeah, you, you went pan- on to say it's a 100-year pandemic. I mean, yeah, what were you supposed to one- yeah, the hundred year pandemic, you know, you know, put us into a shelter in place and it was the right decision to do. Um, and, you know, look, it, there were, you know, thousands of families that were devastated um, by, you know, this pandemic. And we're talking about like real consequences, death and saving lives. Um, you know, that was the most that was a top priority for the entire country. So, you know, but the, the, the fact of the matter is that, you know, Paul Vallis, um, is responsible for the type of economic despair that we are experiencing right now when he was budget director. Um, they stopped contributing into um, this, the retirement security of many Chicagoans uh, who have been public employees. The school privatization has left our schools dirty. Um, it's also caused the greatest decline of veteran educators, and it's just been awful. And he didn't just do it here in Chicago. He did it in Philadelphia. He did it in New Orleans where the entire school district is privatized. Um, he was finally ran out of Connecticut, and now he wants to bring the same old stale politics that have left families behind. Um, he wants to bring that back, and we don't want that. I mean, the city of Chicago doesn't want to continue to have the same old failed bad politics from a generation ago that have left our families behind. And that's why I'm running to build a stronger, safer Chicago um, and end this tale of two cities where those who have get more and those with less we continue to lose. And I put forth plans that speak to that um, while reducing and eliminating the deficit that has mired down our economy for a generation now while also making critical investments without raising property taxes. And, you know, Paul Vallis's, um terror um, over the course of 30 years um, is not something that the city of Chicago wants to return to. A new poll shows 22% of Chicago voters are undecided in the mayor's race. This is the latest, and they vary every time one is published. But the latest one says 16% with Lightfoot, 14% with Wilson, 9% with you. But the the biggest actual first-place finisher, undecided. 22% of people are undecided. And it seems to me that... When it comes down to you and Paul Vallis, Paul Vallis probably has a bigger budget that he's going to unleash more marketing with, right? And I don't know what Paul Vallis is going to unleash in this new form that he is trying to present himself as a Democrat. I mean, the fact that he doesn't believe in reproductive rights, he said that he aligns more with the Republican Party. And, and look, I'm, I don't I'm not saying that Republicans can't run for mayor of the city of Chicago, um, but whatever he unleashes, it's going to be the same old stale politics that have left families behind. And the city of Chicago deserves leadership that's going to be honest and truthful. And I've said this multiple times. I'm always going to tell people the truth. Look, I was raised in a very large family with 10 of us. 
You know, my father was a carpenter and a pastor. It's a lot of pressure when your father's just like Jesus. He turns 80, by the way. <laughs> um, happy birthday, Dad. He's on a cruise. so he's. I'm sorry. He's, he's not listening. He's on a cruise. Well, so I'm sure you got to look at your safer Chicago plan. You released that today. Let's talk about that, Brandon. Sure. Uh, yeah. One of the things that I was intrigued by was building a comprehensive Chicago public school trauma response network. Can you tell me about that? Yeah, there's a great deal of trauma that's happening all over the city of Chicago. And when students come into the classroom after um, someone is murdered in their community, there's 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 not um, uh, a mental health response to that. And as a public school teacher in Chicago, I taught seventh graders and eighth graders, which qualifies me for heaven. Heaven, yes, I taught middle school. And I can tell you every single Monday when my students would return, you could feel the weight in our classroom from 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 families who've experienced loss, um, families who are struggling with addiction, um, the unhoused. And these are real traumatic dynamics that exist within our communities and we're not treating them. And so as a public school teacher, as someone who sends, you know, my children, my wife and I, we send our children to public schools in the city of Chicago, you know, we have to have the type of response that exists in other communities outside of the city of Chicago. I mean, Highland Park, what a tragedy. And those families were met with the type of intervention that every person should be able to receive having received having experienced mass shootings and unfortunately because of the violence and poverty that is hyper concentrated in this city um, there's a greater predictor of that type of uh, trauma just based upon the conditions in which too many families are being forced to live in and my plan and my vision for the city of Chicago better, stronger, and safer by actually investing in the communities that have experienced that harm. And that's what people want. I've done it as a Cook County Commissioner. We're talking about multi-billion dollar budgets where we've invested in people, health care, uh, affordable housing, um, expanding um, access to the universal basic income where 55% of those families are women of color. I mean, these are the type of investments that we know work because safe American cities do the same thing all over the country. And That's to accomplish gonna... your plan for a safer Chicago, how much more of a budget do you need? Well, I mean, one of the things that we cannot afford to have is someone who is dishonest, and that's what we have in the failed politics of old. So my budget finds efficiencies where we eliminate our debt in my first term while making critical investments, right? And so, look, 71% of Chicagoans, when we were organizing for the progressive income tax, 71% of Chicagoans said that those with means have to put more skin in the game in, in order for the city to be safer. The city of Chicago wants people to pay their fair share of taxes, and the burden on working-class families and middle-class families has been astronomical, and that's why I'm committed to not raising tax, raising property taxes, uh, because that is what has choked the life out of our economy. Families like mine, my wife and I, are raising three children in Austin on the west side of Chicago, and we're being asked to do more to give more, but yet our children do not have a publicly funded, well-funded neighborhood school. And Brandon, where can people see your plan for a safer Chicago? Yeah, thank you for that. BrandonForChicago.com. Again, that's BrandonForChicago.com. They can check out the most comprehensive public safety plan. And I'm encouraging all of your listeners to vote and punch five for a better, stronger, safer Chicago. Brandon is better. That's easy to remember, right? Yeah. Come back and join us again, okay? I promise I will. Thank you. Brandon Johnson on WGN. We've got the news coming up next with Lauren Lapka. She's in for Steve from the Northwestern Medicine Newsroom.